You're listening to Divine Downloads, a fifth dimensional resource and podcast for those who feel called to help create the new earth. With me, your host, Angel Quintana, where we'll explore topics to help expand your consciousness, assist in your ascension, and elevate the way you navigate through your life path. I'll share with you my musings with the Akashic Records, my intuitive hits, and information shared by my guides. Let's begin. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to our final part in our seven laws of manifestation. Uh, I'm really excited about this class. It's a it's the concept that I feel that we all need to embody and embrace, uh, just as in the evolution of our soul, it obviously plays a huge role in our manifesting. I think it is probably something that is overlooked in a lot of the manifesting courses that are out there. It is uh, the power of Gnosis. So we're going to be talking about Gnosis today. Uh, so do me a favor. If you have not already watched the previous uh, six laws of manifestation, uh, you might want to spend some time to get updated on all of those. Today is the final class. I will be introducing a new course at the end of this class today. So we will go ahead and begin another course right after this one starting next week. So um, for those of you guys who are new to my podcast or to my YouTube channel, uh, my name is Angel. I'll give a little introduction about me in just a moment, uh, but do yourself a favor. Uh, we're going to be going for about 30 to 40 minutes. Uh, turn off your cell phone. Um, just take it all in. Uh, you might want to grab a notebook as well. All right. I do have a presentation, so I'm going to go ahead and pull that up now. Up. All right. Seven laws of manifestation. Okay. So this is what we've covered so far. Gosh, I can't believe that this is our final class. We've covered so much. Uh, the first part was what your aura has to do with the art of manifesting. We talked about how to understand why you want something before you desire it. Uh, part three was the missing key to manifesting that most people don't do, which is why they don't get. Uh, part four was what your frequency has to do with manifesting and what your what vibrational alignment really means. Then we discussed uh, a concept I coined called ceremonial alchemy uh, and how that complements the law of attraction and how fifth dimensional consciousness provides instant manifestations. That's what we call we discussed last week. And today we're going to be discussing the power of Gnosis and how to achieve it. So as I mentioned, my name is Angel. I'm a new earth mentor. I'm a mystic. I'm a life path astrologer. And my mission is here on this planet to help create the new earth with you by my side. Uh, I teach a lot about the age of Aquarius. One of my guides is Count St. Germain. Uh, I teach 5D workshops all the time. I have numerous classes and courses, probably hundreds and hundreds at this point, um, all housed in my Ceremony Alchemy Library, my Holistic Fashionista Club. I have multiple certification programs. So if you want to learn about all those, you can go to holisticfashionista.com. But really, I'm here today to help you explore your divinity and become powerful, self-realized, self, -realized, self uh, new earth leaders of tomorrow. So if you feel called to help create the new earth, you're definitely in the right place. Okay, so this is our final law. It is the power of gnosis. So what is the power of gnosis and how to achieve it? You know, I've been studying philosophy for many years now, and there's this great quote uh, by Socrates, and it goes something like this. Uh, the unexamined life 
is a life not worth living. And it's so powerful and it has a lot to do with what we're going to be talking today when it when we talk about the power of gnosis because gnosis is an individual path. You know, we are there's a lot of people talking about spiritual awakenings and getting out of third dimensional consciousness and all of these things cannot be taught. They must be experienced. So that's really what we're going to be discussing today of getting into understanding what gnosis really is and how it's going to help pave your individual path to your own spiritual wisdom. Okay, so we're gonna be covering what is Gnosis, obviously. We're gonna talk about the age of Aquarius and we're gonna talk about the phantom. So let's go ahead and get into this. Uh, grab a pen and notebook and let's get started. Okay, so what is Gnosis? Gnosis, is knowledge obtained through experience, okay? This is not knowledge that you just read in a book, okay? So let me just discuss this point. A lot of people, they'll read a bunch of books and then they will take what they've learned and follow that path or use it in their teachings or, and they base their whole body of work, their whole, spiritual path on someone else's gnosis. You see? So it's not that the Buddha and the Bhagavad Gita and all of these amazing literatures and stories of the gurus that are out there aren't amazing, but that is their gnosis. And every person on this planet has the ability to have their own gnosis. And it doesn't mean that everybody has to agree with your way of life. So knowledge, you know, true gnosis is experience, uh, is the knowledge that you accumulate through your own experience. So your story, you know, your background, your childhood, the traumas you've endured, um, relationships, at your education, it's a combination of all those things. So your gnosis, your awareness of your knowledge, which through experience is going to become spiritual wisdom. So again, it's not something that you can read in a book. You know, and I think this is the part where people are like, well, then where do I find it? And so this is where the concept of that spiritual journey you know, the spiritual awakening. I know a lot of people have heard of the dark night of the soul, right? So spiritual wisdom is really about, and I put here, which really kind of sums it up, the ability to know something without proof. Okay, how many times have we tried to manifest something, but until it shows up in the physical, we think that we don't have it yet because we need proof. Okay, so this is part of the programming that we have accumulated from birth that we need to see it to believe it. But spiritual wisdom says almost the opposite. It doesn't need to see it to believe it. It knows, right? I, I taught her a class recently um, on self, uh, what was it? Self-worth. 
uh, forget the name of the class, it's in the ceremonial alchemy library, but about self, self-worth is the power of no, to know, which is the power of gnosis, where self-esteem is the belief and how we think about ourselves. That's a little flimsy, but when you know something intrinsically, even if nobody else believes what you're saying, you know it. And that's all that matters. And we're, it, spiritual wisdom is not about convincing anybody of what you know. You know, we are on this planet to share our divine gifts, to expand our consciousness, to get out there and serve our people. But if we don't have a foundation of who we are, then we're not going to have a strong foundation to build our empire, to build our our businesses, to build our communities, to share what it is that we know with others. So it gnosis goes back to knowing thyself. To experience true gnosis is not to read hundreds and hundreds of books. It's not to enroll in hundreds and hundreds of classes. You know, there are plenty of people having these, you know, spiritual awakenings from, you know, jungle medicine. But that is not to know. To know is not to experience it once. It's to experience it all the time. Okay? You know, when we have these moments of clarity, fine, we're having a glimpse of spiritual wisdom. But true gnosis is walking the divine path, obtaining your own personal knowledge along the way, which is your own individual path. And it's, it's, it can, you know, you can gain inspiration from the, the leaders and the people that have come before you right? From the Bible to the Buddha, to the Quran, to all of these, you know, scriptures and just amazing philosophical ideologies, methodologies. But at the end of the day, true gnosis comes from the aha moments that you have that are not written in those books. There is a piece of you that's yearning to break free or to be watered and watch bloom from the things that you are surrounding yourself with, from the things that you are consuming. But it's not to take somebody else's gnosis and then attach yourself to it. Okay, so this is very important. We're gonna talk about the next stage here so that it really drills home what gnosis is. Okay. So, I'm going to bring in the Zodiac here because this is to me, you know, I relate everything back to my philosophy, which is called life path astrology, which is a different way of looking at the astrological birth chart. But I had an aha moment recently. Someone sent me a song and the song gave me a a window into another portal of my own gnosis. Okay. So we are in the age of Aquarius, right? We So each era lasts approximately 2,160 years, okay? And that started around 1950, that we started transitioning out of the age of Pisces and into the age of Aquarius. Now, there usually is about a good 100 years of that transition. So we're in the transition phase. So till about 2050, which is another 30 years, we're in that 
era of, you know, we're moving out of an old paradigm. And that is a transition process, which is why I'm always referring to you guys as the pioneers of the new age, because that's exactly what we are. We're in the, this hundred years right now where we're moving into the age of Aquarius. So why am I bringing this up as we're talking about manifesting? Because I got to thinking, look at this, Aries, Aries has its own saying, and it is I am Taurus has its own saying, I have, Gemini, I think, Cancer, I feel, Leo, I will, Virgo, I analyze, Libra, I balance, Scorpio, I desire, Sagittarius, I see, Capricorn, I use, Aquarius, I know. Pisces, I believe. Okay, so I'm going to talk about these two right now. Okay. We are manifesting in the age of Aquarius. No one's talking about this. This is an aha moment. This is my own divine download. We are manifesting in the age of Aquarius. That means the way we're going to manifest is to know. I know when we were in the age of Pisces, right? I wasn't born in 1950, but anything for 2,160 years prior to 1950, right? Which would be BC, you know, right? Was I believe. So they, it, people that were living from, you know, what? A, a, a hundred BC to 1950 or whatever, give or take a hundred years or something, um, or 200. Uh, anyway, you get the math here. So 1950, add another thousand. Okay, so another uh, 200 on there. So 200 BC to 1950, that we were in the age of Pisces, which is to believe. So how were they manifesting? They were believing. But we're in the age of Aquarius, so we have to know. You see, and when, you know, after this next 2,160 years, we're going to be in the age of Capricorn, which will be to, I use my experiences to manifest. Okay. So we have to stay with the times, so to speak. So our evolution in our gnosis is going to be the key ingredient for this age, for this next 2,100 years. X amount of years, we're going to be using the energy of the age of Aquarius, right? So we have to get, we, because we're in this transition phase, we're the people that are still clinging to the age of Pisces, which is to, I believe they are not going to see the manifest manifestations as quickly or as potently as the people that have adopted the I know. And the I know is not to just believe. Because to believe, it still has that, you know, um, it still has that, could it be true? I believe it could be. I be you know, there's still like emotion attached to it. But when you know something, it, there's, no, there's no argument. There's no attachment. It's just an, it's an inner feeling. 
And let's take it this way. If you know that you are 45 years old, you are sure you have your birth certificate, you celebrated your 46th birthday the other day, whatever, right? You know that you're 45 years old, okay? There's no if, ands, or buts about it. You're not emotional. It's not like, oh, I believe I, believe I am. You know, I, I think I am. No, I know I am. So this is where, so how do we get to the place of our own spiritual wisdom? How do we take what we know to be true and translate that into what it is that we desire and bringing it to the physical? So this is where we have to, so in order to get to a place of gnosis, all we have to do is to get to know ourselves. That's it. And if that means you want to start by taking a bunch of classes and reading a bunch of books, fine, because you're going to start to read chapters and certain things are going to resonate, right? And some things you, you might just say, no, I don't, that, I don't, that doesn't resonate with me. And you keep moving on. The problem becomes when you start, you know, taking on multiple mentors and teachers, a lot of times people just start uh, attaching to that person's philosophy and they want to make it their own because it resonates so much. And I want to encourage you as you go through this, this awakening to who you truly are to, to not to expand your consciousness, to take uh, in information, but then allow the part of you to use discernment. Like, does it resonate with your heart? Have you put it into practice and seen results? This is where we truly start to discover the true essence of who we are. You know, in astrology or life path astrology, it's your rising sign. So your rising sign is the most important sign. It gives you a window into your greatest gifts. You know, the, the superpowers that people see you as. So it's just like bird's eye view. It's like the ability to look at ourselves outside of ourselves, right? It's like looking at yourself in the mirror and going, I didn't see that before. And it's been such an incredible tool for myself, my clients, and also my students of Life Path Astrology to help them see parts of themselves like the little nook and crannies. There is one more piece of this puzzle. When you start to look at yourself really in the mirror, you know, maybe you're getting really close in that mirror and you're, and you're really starting to notice some bad habits. You're starting to notice uh, some negative thinking. You're starting to notice you don't feel well or you're feeling lethargic or you don't feel good in your own skin or you're having symptoms like anxiety uh, or whatever those symptoms are. That's where we get to the next stage of gnosis. So let's go to the next slide here. This is what I am going to call the phantom, okay? And as you go through your spiritual journey, your individual path to gnosis, this is one of the things that is going to give you the greatest insight about who you are from the core and what is attached to you 
that is actually not you. Okay, so let me just explain this before we go into this. We have an essence, and that essence is a soul. And that soul is made up of many particles, is made up of many parts. It's not just one entity, it's multiple things, okay? So attachments, or what I call the phantom, are things that are trying to feed off of our light. So if we think about, and you can think about even like your soul or your Merkaba or your aura, which we've talked about aura in this class, in this course, but we have to make sure that there's nothing attached, like no leeches, nothing kind of sucking our energy dry. Because what's sucking us, <laughs> sounds weird, is not actually us. So those symptoms that show up like lack of confidence, anxiety, depression, hair falling out, uh, negative thinking, low self-esteem, uh, you know, chronic bad habits, chronic eating, uh, addiction, you know, the list goes on and on. Those things are not you. When we identify with them, then we add them to our consciousness. So like when we say, I have cancer, I am depressed, right? I'm not worthy of this relationship. When we attach ourselves to those things which are not true, it limits our ability to achieve gnosis. So I want you to think about your soul. Okay, let's say that this is your soul. Okay, this is your soul. And the phantom is, is attaching itself to little parts on the soul, trying to get fed, okay? So it's robbing you of your light, but you are actually only light. You are energy, right? So the things that have attached, the phantoms, have limited you to how expansive your spiritual wisdom can be. So knowing yourself means knowing where the phantoms or the attachments are, what those attachments are. So let's go into what I mean by this. Okay, here's the most popular one. Everybody, I have an ego. Everybody has an ego. Everybody knows that. Okay, that's an attachment. You are, it, it's almost like a justification. Well, everybody has an attachment. Everybody has shadows. Everybody thinks negative from time to time, Angel. Okay, this is, that's a way to justify you know, bad behavior or whatever, right? It's a way to justify your ailments. But all that really is, is the attachments that have attached onto your true essence. So if we keep identifying with the ego, what happens? The ego gets bigger, right? You've seen it. You've seen people on social media. You've seen it. You can tell when someone's in their ego. It's frigging obvious, okay? But this exercise is really about you because the whole point of gnosis is to know thyself. So now I've got to look myself in the mirror and be like, is this coming from my ego? Or, you know, it's, it's like a checks and balances. I have, to, I have to check myself because spiritual wisdom knows 
that its true essence is radiant. It's positive. It's from love. Okay. So if it doesn't feel like one of those things, then it's not your true essence. It's not who you are. Okay. The next one is shadows. How many times have we heard about, let's do shadow work, right? Shadows are just like the dark parts of ourself that we haven't looked at. And all that really means is that they are parts, they are um, suppressed traumas, which are attachments, issues that we haven't worked out in our life, attached to your light, attached to your soul, okay? The little dark nook and crannies of things we don't want to look at because they're so painful. Pain and misery become attachments when they don't get resolved. Everybody's going to experience pain in their life, but that pain does not need to turn into trauma because trauma is prolonged pain, prolonged pain. And all that really means is that you have fed the pain until the, the pain became such a deep attachment to who you are. You've actually made it part of your identity. You see? So the phantom represents all of the parts of our consciousness that are not ours. Okay? So the next one is negative thinking and negative behaviors, bad habits. Okay? So as you're getting to know yourself, you've got to start now being self-aware. I have a bad habit. Maybe you bite your fingernails or you drink a bottle of wine every night or, you know, whatever those behaviors are. But those behaviors wouldn't have become behaviors if they didn't get stored in the subconscious mind. So it all starts with your conscious thinking. When you are thinking negative things over and over and over and over and over again, it eventually gets stored in the subconscious mind and becomes a habit, a bad habit. So again, you've got attachments. The attachments are the negative thinking. The negative, the chronic negative thinking becomes subconscious, which again becomes a behavior or an attitude or a personality trait, a persona not who you are truly deep down, okay? So when you know the self, it's free, it's light. It doesn't really, it doesn't have those bad habits. There's always, you know, there's always, okay, here it is. Everything is a cycle. And the soul and the, your truest part of yourself knows that everything is a cycle. So when we experience pain or something happens that disrupts our peace, we all we have to do is to know that it is part of a cycle. And like all cycles, like the seasons in, you know, the calendar, everything comes and goes. Everything comes and goes. And so you know that. So think about this. When you have spiritual wisdom, when you have gnosis, when you know something, you don't have to see it in the physical because you know everything is a cycle. 
you know that once it's autumn, it will eventually become winter and the winter will become spring and spring will become summer and summer will become autumn. So, you know, like that's like saying that the sun is going to need proof that the flowers are going to spring in May. No, the sun already knows that that's going to happen as soon as winter is over. You see? So we don't actually need to see things. We don't need the proof in the physical to know that it's going to happen in its divine timing when the cycle is in that phase. Okay. So the next one, as we go deeper into this is lower level consciousness entities. Okay. So like the foods we eat. Okay. If we're going to eat a bunch of sugar, we're eventually going to, you know, be hyperglycemic or we're going to have yeast overgrowth and we're going to experience leaky gut, right? These are low level consciousness, meaning so low level consciousness entities are just entities that don't, don't have compassion. They don't come from love They're They don't have the higher level of consciousness that we do. They're lower level entities. Okay, molds, toxins, chemicals. Um, I'm also going to throw in uh, this concept of uh, dark entities, okay, that are energetic, invisible beings, okay? Like, for example, your television screen is emitting a frequency. Can you see the frequency? No. Is it emitting radiation? Yes. What about your microwave? Okay. That's emitting a frequency. The, the lower level consciousness has a frequency. You can't see it. Doesn't mean it's not there. Doesn't mean it's not changing the molecular structure of your food. It is. So these are, they, and it doesn't have conscious, it doesn't have high consciousness. So it doesn't have care. It doesn't care that it's nuking your food and taking, it doesn't have like personal responsibility because low level consciousness entities don't have personal responsibility. They don't, this, this like not even in their, you know, it's not even in their scope of vocabulary, you see? So it's hard for us to wrap around that someone or something or a frequency would, would do something like that to us, you know? Why would they do that? Because they don't, they're low level conscious. They don't have high consciousness like you and I, right? They don't have the ability of reason. To, they don't have joy. They don't have enlightenment. They don't have love. They don't have the higher frequency spectrum in them. Okay. Um, also, I will just share, you know, I've talked about toxins, lower le level entities can be dark entities. Um, I'm going to put spirits and ghosts, and this will be spirits that have not crossed over human souls that have not, you know, gone through the portal, the vortex to get to the other side and then ghosts. So if you've ever, and, you've ever been in a haunted house or lived, I've, I've lived in a haunted, I've had possession in my life of, of dark souls, dark entities entering into me. You know this. So the more that you know yourself, the easier it's going to be for you to scan and realize I have, I have phantom. I see my ego. I know my shadows. 
I feel the lower level consciousness attached to me. I see my bad habits. I know when I'm negative thinking, I can feel energy. So I can feel if there's ghosts or spirits around me. I can feel when someone's coming from their ego, everything becomes intuitive. So gnosis is intuition. It's the knowing of yourself and your, the gift, the power of this, the power of your soul to be able to assess any circumstance, okay? You can feel when somebody's following you. It's all intuitive. There, you know your, your, yourself so well. You know your Merkaba. You know your radiance, okay? But you also know what attachments you have, okay? This is important because a lot of people who are, you know, teaching spirituality are not talking about the attachments, and are usually saying, you know, everybody's got an ego. You just got to learn how to, you know, tame it or whatever. No, I want you guys to see yourself as pure divine light because that is your truest essence. And everything else is an attachment. Just like your computer is a hard drive. And then you add all that software, which are the attachments. When you have attachments, when you crave certain foods, Okay, when you are addicted to scrolling on social media, these are attachments and they are hijacking your energy and they are preventing your spiritual wisdom to being shown to you. So you won't need to attach yourself to other people's ideologies and philosophies. You can learn about them and be like, okay, that gave me an aha moment into my own spiritual journey. And I'm going to go over here and explore that. So I see gnosis as the ability to be inspired by everything but to still be on my own path without needing to copy or follow something exactly as someone told me to do even this course i'm giving you guys my seven laws the ones that work for my gnosis for my 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 soul this is my spiritual wisdom your manifesting laws might be different, but at least this has given you a window that's sparking hopefully your own creative essence and is helping you realize what is preventing your manifestations from coming to fruition. What you do with this information is completely and entirely up to you. You've got to know yourself. That's the secret to manifestation. Okay, you guys, I'm going to leave it there. But I want to tell, share with you guys a little bit about an upcoming class I have. So these are the main points that we covered. Spiritual wisdom. Be on your own individual path. To know is to manifest. Remember, you're in the age of Aquarius right now. If you don't know something, it won't manifest as quickly as you want. Okay, phantom removal. That means to do that mirror work. Start noticing, observing what attachments you have. And then slowly make those uh, changes in your life to start letting them go. And if you need support with this, I have multiple dark entity detoxes. I have classes in the Ceremonial Alchemy Library. I have classes in the club. I have all kinds of classes on this, okay? So um, if you like this course, this specific episode, what have you, please do share it with a friend. Um, and then I want to talk to you guys about an upcoming course that's going to start next week, 
which is how to use your life, uh, how to use life path astrology, which is my methodology to discover your intuitive gifts. Okay, so we are going to get astrological. This is information that's going to be found in your birth chart. So that's going to start next week. And then I wanted to give you guys this coupon code. If you are interested in learning more about removing the phantom, taking your spiritual wisdom, uh, unlocking your own individual gnosis, um, write down this coupon code, MANIFEST1111, all in caps, okay? And the URL where you can get the information about the ceremonial alchemy where I house all of my spiritual teachings, or at least many of them. I think we have over 70 right now in there. Uh, so you'll have instant access to all of them. Um, and you can go to holisticfashionista.com forward slash library. That's going to take you to a special promo page just for uh, taking this course. You can enter in your coupon code manifest 1111, which is all in caps if you'd like to join us. There is also a Telegram community just for the alchemists that are in my library. I add new things every single week. And I hope that you guys will use the library to help you figure out what do you know? What do you know to be true? Find the aha moments and then go down your own rabbit hole and go and go and discover and obtain your own experience with that. Those signs are everywhere. They're not just the books that you've read. They're the, they're the, 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 the line in the book that is between the line. When you read, I want you to now read between the line, read between the text, because that's your gnosis. That's your own spiritual wisdom trying to speak to you. But if you've got a lot of attachments, it's going to be really hard to read between the lines. All right, you guys, I'm going to leave it there. I hope you guys love this course. Have a beautiful rest of your day. I hope to see you next week on how to use life path astrology to discover your intuitive gifts. Until next time, you guys, stay sacred. Bye now. Thank you for tuning in to Divine Downloads. If you gained insights from this episode, I sure hope that you'll leave me a five-star review and comment. If you are looking for an extended version of a tarot reading or a mentioned course or upcoming event, you can visit holisticfashionista.com forward slash community for more information. To learn more about Holistic Fashionista and how we can assist you and your soul's brilliance, please find me on Instagram at Holistic Fashionista. Until next time, have a great day and stay sacred.